What is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 5.30 on the dot on the East Coast, 2.30 on the West Coast, 4.30 Tennessee time. Of course, Edmonton's live with the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. And joining me today, it's a very intimate show. It's just the two of us, Grant. Uh, and I didn't give a shout-out to your time zone. My apologies. You're in Denver, so I guess it's uh, 3.30. There you go. How about that? What's up, Grant? I see you got a fresh fade. Or just, is that a fade or just shave it all off? What's happened there? It's a mohawk, sir. Well, there you go. Some <laughs> rocket until we find a cure. The, uh, the it looks like the blade just touched your head, like within the, like the last couple hours. Is that can you confirm that? Uh, it was last night. There you go. Yeah. What's up? The doctor world? did it. Yeah, you said that you mentioned that pre-show, and that's just so misleading. It's like you weren't like getting tested for a hernia, and it's like, well, wow, well, I'm here. it's my doctor and tattoo artist. But I don't go to the doctor, have? and I don't get tattoos, so haircuts it is. You don't have a tattoo artist, then. You have a friend who does tattoos, who happens to be a doctor, but you don't have a tattoo artist. I mean, I can say I have a plumber, that, but I never have plumbing issues. I still oh. know a guy. But at some point, that may come up. You're 30 at this point, give or take? I mean, you like either, yeah, you're either going to have a tattoo or you're not. Like, you don't, nobody gets their first tattoo at 30. I don't. My think. mom got her first tattoo at 55. Oh, wow. Of what? Uh, I can't even remember. It was in Vegas on New Year's. Oh, boy. There's probably more to that story. It's not worth delving into. <laughs> she's, she's a wild lady. Grant, we have a, a, a monster slate today going down. Uh, some weird stuff going on. Also, if you guys are playing on FanDuel, uh, they, they moved their time to 6.30 because they want to accommodate that Washington game for some reason. Washington is currently playing the back end of that postponed game from a week ago or so where they couldn't get the tarp on the field. I'm a little bit concerned we're not going to get lineups to that game when the game locks, which kind of bothers me because I want to play Trey Turner. He's super cheap over there. I assume he's going to play, but I don't know. Strasburg's throwing baseballs, but he's probably not going to throw that many, maybe like 80, give or take. He threw 69 last time, which ironically nice. not nice. No, it's not nice. You, you need more than 69 baseballs thrown at his cost. And also, we've had a couple pitchers scratched. Uh, I'm not sure if you're up on this. I assume you are, Grant. You're on top of this. You're a professional. But uh, DeGrom has been scratched. He has that blister. And uh, uh, Frankie Montas, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's not going to go, unfortunately. He, uh, he, I don't know what the reason was. But Luzardo is super interesting because he's especially cheap on FanDuel, pretty good price on DK as well. But this slate has everything. Uh, awesome arms, awesome bats, great spots. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is back. Aaron Judge still not back. Give me the screenshot because I just wish some of these pitchers were pitching in other days, to be honest, because there's a reason why we see some bad slates with bad pitchers because they're all pitching today, unfortunately. It's probably going to be gross tomorrow as well. Normally at this point in the season, they kind of get on different tracks, but that's not how it's going down. Uh, before we delve into some, into some pitchers, uh, let's talk sharp side app, tell the people what that is. And we were 2-0 yesterday. We were two, you know, not the victory lap or anything, but I guess that's what we're doing. We gave you all the Cubs under. And uh, what was the one you had, Grant? You had a winner or two. I think a basketball winner. I think we no, that was Squirrel Patrol that went Memphis. What did I have? I think I had the Dodgers money. Lo- I think I had the Dodgers under. No, over. I had the Dodgers over. It looks whichever like. one was the winner is what you had. Yeah, all I know is my streaks at two. <laughs> so we'll give the people a winner today, and we're actually in agreement. We, we talked about this pre-show, and ours kind of sort of correlate. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, if you haven't signed up for SharpSide, it's basically free money out there. All you have to do is lock in bets, swipe left, swipe right, swipe whichever way you like, and test your sports betting knowledge. Go with the street contest, get five, start making money for every correct pick you have after that. So, get signed up, make your picks. My pick today, I believe, was it the Cubs? Cubs to win? 
No, your pick today, I believe, was the Cubs pitcher, Chatwood, having more than five and a half strikeouts. That is that is the pick I wanted. I'm not sure what I sent Devin because I made multiple. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Dodgers over. I, I, I'll just give out a few picks for you guys today. I already got Philly at plus 175, but now it's dropped to even money. Um, but So I'm pretty happy about that. I've got the Cubs to win. I got Chatwood over five and a half Ks. I got the under on the Cubs game, the over on the Diamondbacks game. And I think that's it. I think that's the bets I got, guys. So go ahead, get those in and get some free money. They're all going to hit. It's pretty much a guarantee, except for it's not a guarantee. Well, it's not. It's definitely not a guarantee. <laughs> these are these are educated guesses, and we're trying to get some edges here and there. But I am the greatest no in the world, though. Well, I mean, you know, that's up for debate, I suppose. Uh, Milwaukee is playing in Chicago. Eight is the total. I like the other in that game. I liked it yesterday, of course. Drew Darvis was pitching in a no-hitter going into the seventh inning, I believe. Gave a home run to somebody. You're not a home run. A run? I don't, it doesn't matter. He, they were great. They won, It was like 4-2 or 4-1. Uh, Bryant was a late scratch. He's not in the lineup again today, so that weakens at Chicago side. Woodruff is a stud. Chatwood, you're going to talk about Chatwood. And I, he's sort of a conflicting pitcher for me, but that Milwaukee lineup is – Yeah, because I don't know what you're talking about then. <clears throat> well, you know, we'll expand on that soon enough. And – in a slate that has a lot of good pitchers, I don't know if I'm going to play much Chatwood, if any at all. But uh, we fire up Kevin Ross, Weather Edge, once again in 112 games. 112 games in this weather, in this ballpark in Chicago. Uh, we've seen negative 26.9% as far as homers, negative 9.2% as far as runs, and a negative 8.4% as far as ERA. Really, really positive pitching environment. Uh, a Chicago offense that's not very good, a Milwaukee offense that's even worse. Uh, Milwaukee's got a solid pen. They have Woodruff as well. I feel pretty good. If you can get an eight and a half, that's really that's really lovely. I saw it in one spot earlier today, but apparently it's about eight pretty much everywhere. But that's uh, that's kind of how I feel about that one. I like Yonder once again in that game. Uh, anything else that's worth talking? Oh, there's also some weather issues in a couple other games. Roth just updated his weather, and I'm just going to be saying some words to buy some time as I'm pulling the link up. Uh, but I'm not sure if you saw the update from Roth. Of course, Kevin Roth is on uh, crunch time. He'll be joined later today with the. I like stars. that Kevin Roth guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's not so bad. Uh, yeah. You got Cardi, you got Tuttle, you have Roth. They take you guys all up the lock, and Roth will give the most up to date update as far as weather. Uh, as of right now, I'll go ahead and drop this link in chat for the YouTube people. What's up, YouTube? Feel free to like and subscribe. Uh, smash that. You, what is your adjective of choice, Grant, when, when hitting the like button? Do you like to smash it, pounce on it? Pound it. Pound that like button. <laughs> You got to hit it an, uh, an odd number of times, though, I believe, because if you keep doing it, it goes away. How does that work? You, I three just times, it five once. times. Okay, just one. One, one pound. I, I hit it and quit it. <laughs> we have a uh, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. It's yellow orange, so you want to keep an eye on that. You guys can read it for yourself. It's in the chat, bro. Uh, Kansas City, Minnesota, even worse. Orange, yellow. If you want to know Ross, the decoding of the colors, uh, yellow. Uh, when, when yellow is in front of orange, that means it's more yellow than orange. If orange is in front, orange is, is, is the dominant color, meaning it's a little bit scarier. So a little bit scarier in Minnesota as opposed to Cincinnati. If it's, well, yeah, if it's yellow in the back, then you probably got some medical issues. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you have a doctor. Well, while you're taking care of that haircut, you know, if you can take a look. All right, uh, Grant, we have no time for shenanigans, no time for nonsense. This is a monster slate. Uh, so many good pitchers, so many studs going. Uh, Garrett Cole against this terrible Boston lineup. Kershaw. Not, not the study once was, but uh, and I probably can't get there. Well, hey, let me ask you. How, wait, hold on a second. I'm just now noticing this on DK. How is Merrill Kelly the third most expensive pitcher? That is egregious. Who's doing the pricing on DK? That's, that's wrong, right? 
I, I would assume it's not right. Well, it, it is. I mean, it's factually correct, and I know he's he's pitched well this year, but you know, uh, he's got I, a one point three percent walk rate this year, Daniel. Oh well, great. <laughs> he should be fifteen k. Dude's getting ground balls. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Grant, but we live in the world of a salary cap, and we have uh, tons of you know Coors Field game that has a twelve and a half total. At least one side has a pitcher that probably shouldn't be in the major leagues. Boston's got an entire rotation of pitchers that are horrendous. They're facing the Yankees a total over six. There is no judge, but that lineup still carries plenty of pop. So I want to delegate plenty of funds to my bats. I feel like it's going to be – I feel like we're getting big scores today. We're going to get some big scores in pitchers and big scores in hitters. Uh, you know, And, again, getting these guys under the cap is kind of sort of tricky. Garrett Cole, most expensive pitcher, taking the bump tonight. I like him, but uh, he hampers me to some degree. Now, there is a way to make uh, Cole – work because we have a 4k cheapy that's probably underpriced when you consider the pedigree we'll talk about him soon enough but talk to me about garrett cole full on fade do you want to elaborate on that yes i would like to i mean yeah he is going up against boston boston is not the team that we've known in the past in terms of hitting cole is a phenomenal pitcher he's got great stuff his stuff hasn't been as great this year but it's not something we expect to continue him not being what he was last year although going away from Houston and not being able to cheat anymore probably takes a little bit of a downgrade but who knows I'm not I'm not uh, well they were cheating when they were hitting they weren't cheating when they were pitching just no you don't know that they just didn't get caught well, what's a garbage can going to do with it? telling the other people? The, I, oh, well, do you have I, any I idea how distracting garbage cans are if you're just hitting, someone's hitting a trash can while you're trying to hit very easily distracted. Plus, who I knows? think you're going down a wormhole. That, that well, they also great. had boobs in the in the audience there. That, that was in the World Series game. game. I believe you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So who knows what they set up? <laughs> we don't know the full extent. But in any case, Cole, he's fine. Like he's going to do well. He's probably going to put up a pretty decent score. I'm not going to be surprised whatever he ends up with. And he does have the highest upside on the slate. But I don't care. It does not matter to me because I'm not playing him. I'm not going to talk you off. He's probably your SB1 for cash because you can pay up for him and get a very good one for SB2 at a really cheap price. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm full on fading him. I, my pool is about four guys deep at the moment. A uh, couple of things. We'll get those, those guys in a second. And that Boston lineup, well, I mean, it's not that intimidating uh, these days. They are pretty contact-heavy collectively. They strike out just 19.4%, only two guys, three guys. With 28.8% or higher as far as their K percent. Of course, Cole uh, strikes out 38.7% of dudes since uh, since last year. By the way, took a peek at the chat. Is that the Kyle Murray in chat? And if it is, he has a question for you. Either the way, quarterback was, of the Arizona Cardinals? That's Kyler Murray. You're, you're confusing your Murrays. Uh, <laughs> he wants to know. If this is the Kyle Murray that I'm thinking of, we had like uh, breakfast with him in Nashville, like three o'clock in the morning. We Remember did this? have breakfast with him. It was delicious. <laughs> he wants to know if that's a perm or, or all natural. You put juices uh, and berries in there. Is that natural? No, no, that's, this is just my hair. Okay. <laughs> Don't know where it came from, but it's here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I like Cole. I'm not sure how much I would get just because of a, and they talked to me about uh Chatwood too. And yeah, they're saying I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because I said, Hey, I like the under in that Chicago game, but, I'm not really sure if I'm going to play Chatwood, and we'll talk about that. I'm not saying he's a bad play. It's just that the nature of the slate, there's plenty of other options that are pretty good. Uh, Kershaw, you know, he's perfectly fine. Not the guy he once was. Given a lot of hard hits. Uh, and he's facing an angel team that's, you know, back end's not very good, but overall they're contact heavy. The price is too much. He's fine. I'm not going there. I'm assuming he's not one of your four. I'm assuming Kelly's not one of your four. Gray's kind of sort of somewhat interesting. Of course, you know, there are some weather issues there. We want to keep an eye on that, hit up Roth on it. Feel free to cut me off if you have any thoughts on Kershaw or Gray. Nope. That's a no. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Odorizzi is, how is Odorizzi this expensive? Uh, there's weather issues there as well, too, and I just don't think I want to play Odorizzi. So, Bali, contact heavy against the Detroit team that strikes out a good bet. He's pretty pricey. Uh, you know, is he on your list? Any thoughts as far as Sabali? Uh, no, no, no. Like he's fine. I have no problem playing him. He's 9.3 K. I think there's guys, there are obviously guys I would rather go with. Um, but uh, nice. We got the San Diego Padres lineup out and it's exactly what I wanted. Uh, but he's like, I have no problem. Detroit's obviously not that great. There's some strikeouts there. He's got some decent stuff. I have no problem playing him, but I'm not playing him. Yeah. That's kind of sort of where I'm at too. And I don't make as many lineups. I don't want to say as you, because I don't have any maker tonight, but generally speaking, I think you probably make more lineups than I do. Uh, Sabali going back to last year, kind of an average strikeout pitcher, 22.8%. But if you pull up the plate IQ, and I think you're doing the screen share, Grant. Are you in screen share right now? I am, and I can pull up plate IQ. Show the people and show them like, uh, the benefits of plate IQ because, it, honestly, I use this tool all the time. And uh, the strikeout guys for Detroit, it is immense leading off. If we're looking at just this year's stats, Sabali has a 31.1% K rate, a 2.27 XFIP, and every Detroit hitter has a 20 or above percent K rate versus righties. Well, with the exception of, I believe, Castro, who's got 0%. I don't know, he's at four at-bats, so that doesn't really count. I, but, I mean, come on, I'm a sample size guy. And uh, g- g- give me, let's stretch back to last year. I understand some always changed a little bit, too, because, you know, he's a young pitcher, contact guy. But I guess there is some upside as far as Ks. Uh, I guess I wish he was a little cheaper. I wish he was on a different yeah. slate. But As sure of right now, play. I have none of them, but there's a decent chance that he ends up into some of my lamps. Maybe not on FanDuel or DraftKings, but on some other sites. I definitely will probably have some exposure to him. Uh, Denilson Lamette is kind of sort of someone interesting. The problem with him, he doesn't he's going to get crushed. Well, that's he's not going to get crushed. He's going to uh, get crushed. Word on the street, my doctor told me, actually, that uh, my doctor slash tattoo artist uh, told me that Lamette, uh, it's going to be, uh, the roof's going to be open in Arizona. Can you confirm that or deny that? Uh, I can confirm that, and I was the one that told you. <laughs> you are my doctor slash tattoo artist? Yeah, I am. I am. I'm your nutritionist. I'm your doctor. I'm your tattoo artist. You're a terrible nutritionist, but the results speak for themselves. I'm your main go-to for girl talk. We have girl talk every night, me and Dean. You have a lady <laughs> friend coming over tonight. Can you confirm or deny? I do have one. And you're cooking dinner? Yes? I am. And what are you making? Uh, a prosciutto sandwich. Lemon ricotta ravioli, garlic sandwiches? parmesan bread. Sandwiches? That's what we're doing? Uh, that's one. That's part of Okay. It's, it's, it's goat cheese. It's prosciutto on toasted ciabatta. It's a good sandwich. All right. Pairs nicely with the ricotta lemon ravioli. You're going all Rachel. Did you watch like an episode of Rachel Ray on me or something? Like what? Yeah, how do no. you know about the pairings and stuff? Where'd you read that at? I, 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 there's a few things I know how to cook. It's meat and it's sandwiches. In Italian food. I don't know why, but all those three make sense. Everything figured, else will burn the house down. I figured there'd be a little Ron Swanson in you. I can definitely see that, the big fan of the meat. Uh, let's work our way down as far as other pitchers kind of throw in. Yeah, I mean, Lamette, it's just, he's going to throw maybe 85 pitches or so. Great cat, great K guy. And again, I prefer that dome close there. And I'll keep saying the same thing. I wish it was on a different slate. Uh, I wish it was a little bit cheaper. I think he's fine. I'm not going to discourage it. If you're MME, for sure, get yourself a couple shares. Why not? But uh, let's talk about Chatwood because you you try to you try to sell me on Chatwood pre-show and I mean I didn't necessarily fully not wave you but I mean you yeah. you straight up did you kept saying he's trash uh, I didn't say trash I don't know but maybe I was just trying to be like uh, hyperbolic just to kind of get your goat 
I mean, maybe you did. Who knows? But I am definitely angry. Look, on the season so far, he has a 2.99 XFIC, a 35.4% K rate. He's much better versus lefties versus righties because of a few of his out pitches. He's going up against a Milwaukee team that's just absolute trash right now. Look at those numbers for this year. Outside of Sogard and Narcia, everyone strikes out a bunch. But if you go back to last year, it's still pretty much the same. Like, this is not a great lineup. It's a decent K lineup. Chatwood got absolutely demolished in his last start, but he has 750 Babbitt. Realistically, he did not pitch that badly. He was chalked, so it means everyone's going to have recency bias. Everyone's going to fade. Currently pegged at 4% ownership. Last season, second half of the season, his walk rate dropped all the way down to 8%. And when he did that, his K rate bumped up to 29% for the second half of the season. The dude has legit stuff if he has things under control. And right now, it looks like he has it under control. Currently a 6.2% walk rate on the season. Going up against a team that really doesn't have a ton of walks in it outside of Sogard and Yelich that know how to work the count. They're both lefties, though, and he has some great out pitches going against them. I think he has a 40% K rate almost going against lefties so far this year. Yes, it's a small sample size, but 100% Chatwood is my favorite pitcher on the slate. I'm very close to lock-buttoning him over, lock him over on DK, and I'm probably going to have 50% exposure to him and one other guy over on FanDuel. Yeah, uh, stretch it back to last year, 24.9% K percent. He had walk problems, 10.5. I know you, you skewed the uh, the sample size, and uh, there are some guys that walk on this Milwaukee team. I know they strike out a ton, but you got Sogard leading off. He's a big pass, doesn't strike out, walks a good bit. Yelich will take a walk at 14.5%, as will the Smoke Monster at 15.2%. There are some Ks uh, lower than I think it has been throughout the season at 23.8% as far as our collective K percentage. By the way, Bobby, uh, old friend Bobby's in chat saying, you never cook for him. What up with that? <laughs> yeah, because we always ordered Postmates. <laughs> well, I mean – <laughs> I brought him food fairly regularly. Did he if not? You, did he not reciprocate? Was like, if you yeah, know, like, we we pretty much every time we, we hung out more often than not. Hey, we 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 ordered a lot of Postmates between the two of us whenever we hung out. All right, fair enough. I'm just trying to stir the pot and get you in trouble. Uh, yeah, I saw a question in chat. By the way, uh, what was the Chad? What? Yeah, yeah, so Chadwood or Woodruff? That's my issue because the price, it's not like we're getting a big discount on Chatwood and there's these real like legit pitchers. Not to say Chatwood's not a legit pitcher. He's a pitcher. He throws baseballs, yada, yada. But, I mean, give me Woodruff over Chatwood, but it's basically the same price. No? Um, well, there's a pretty big difference between these two. Yeah, Woodruff's distinctly better. Uh, well, uh, what's their ownership projected at over on I don't DK? Care. Uh, 4% compared to 33% over on DK. And I think it's more extreme than that over on FanDuel. I think Chatwood's projected 1% ownership over on FanDuel. Let's see. Double checking. If you guys haven't already signed up for premium, go ahead and do that. Over on FanDuel like, makes a little bit more sense. Woodruff's only at 10% while Chatwood's at 2%. I still prefer Chatwood at slightly less money. I still prefer Chatwood straight up over on DK for points. I still prefer Chatwood in every single sense. I like Woodruff. But I'm not going to eat that ownership, and with the pricing over on FanDuel, I'm going to go with Chatwood. Are you showing ownership right now with the with the lineup HQ? Is that what you're showing off right now? Yeah, if you guys uh, go to the starting lineups page and you have our projections there, we have our ownership there, we have the totals. It's literally, if you don't have much time for research, just go here, and you can pretty much do everything. Back in the day before I worked for RG, I still use this page, and I still just look. Some days, if I had 20 minutes, I'd make lineups just with this on one screen, and then – DraftKings, everything on the other screen. And that was how I avoided ju- doing my job back then. <laughs> you were a hell of an accountant. <laughs> I was a great accountant. When you get stuff done early, you have plenty of time for daily fantasy sports. 
The chat wants to know what you're drinking. Just water. Oh, all right. Was uh, it a rough night last night? No, no. I did I did have a full bottle of wine, but you know, that's just for my heart and to keep the runo away. You keep you drink a full bottle of wine uh, like this nightly and that's a chill night? No, I, I I do that like occasionally I have people over and like probably once a week we'll just sit out by the fireplace and between me and two other people just pound three bottles of wine because we're classy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is the box or this is the, the bottle? Uh, I've got a full wine cellar, sir. <laughs> you know this. Well, I know that you've been buying. You like you're up like late at night, three, four o'clock in the morning, just like buying wine, and that's you know, hey, teach his own. Yeah, I'm classy. <laughs> uh, let's work our way down as far as other starting pitchers. Uh, Lance Lynn, that's a no go for me. Woodruff is cheaper than Chatwood. Like that's ridiculous. Obviously, like you said, you can make the case as far as ownership. I was looking for umpire data, but we have a lot of new series on Friday, so. The umpire data comes in very, very. Wait, late wait. Do you want to? Do you want to do a beer chugging bet? What was our beer chugging bet like yesterday? I don't have any beer in the house. And you, I don't want to make a special purchase just for. Look, you. like you can have it on layaway for when you have beer in the house. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, I, that's not even that extremely of a. Yeah, out, Woodruff's going to out, outscore Chatwood. Chatwood's so, going to outscore Woodruff by ten points. That's egregious. Whatever, man. We'll do a chug beer bet for that. That's fine. Boom. What was ours yesterday? I don't even remember. Anyone I'm in the sure chat I remembers? won it, whatever it was. It was probably ridiculous. <laughs> uh, all right. So well, let's kind of work our way. Luzardo. Luzardo is 7.8K on DK. He's like 6'4 on Fandle. Uh, I really, really am appealed uh, into that Fandle price. Even the DK price is pretty good. Luzardo really solid arm. Uh, so he wasn't supposed to pitch today. Montas is, uh, was scratched. He is on four days rest, which is quote unquote normal rest, but his rest has been all over the place. Uh, it's a very, I think one day I was in the bat chat talking to Derek Cardi. How about that? There's a name drop for you. Derek Cardi will be on the, uh, the premier show uh, after us. Crunch time is what the kids calls. He'll, he'll give you some clarity as far as uh, Luzardo. And there is some concern there as far as how many balls he's going to throw. Uh, 80, 85, 90 is not a guy that typically gets to hundred. Uh, although did he get to, am I thinking of somebody else? He, every once in a while they'll let him go, but you know, Oakland, they kind of baby their arms. I'm trying to see what he went last time because I feel like it was a big number last time. I'm stalling. 89 last time, which is respectable. I'll take 89 baseballs at 7.8K or like 6.4 on Fandle, especially in San Fran. I know that ballpark's been playing more hitter-friendly these days, but I think Luzardo's a pretty solid pitcher. Uh, what is your take as far as Luzardo versus San Fran? I'm out. Because? I, I, I don't need to. If I'm going to pay that low, I mean, I get that he's going to have drastically lower ownership than uh what's his name but it doesn't even matter like i i I, if i i need to save two more k if i'm gonna go uh that way or i'm gonna go up to my other guy which did we already go over him which guy is that uh pitches in houston sir we i i didn't mean to skip over him but i may i may have that was not intentional well that's all right i don't blame you yeah valdez is my number two guy like let's i'm gonna pull up he's the guy that threw over 100 pitches last start i believe uh, it might have been two starts ago, but yeah. One uh, of three last start. Okay, yeah, so Valdez, like, he's going to probably get there with the amount of pitches. He's going up against Seattle. We pull plate IQ. We look at the bats here. Going up against the lefty, like, there are some guys that are decent, but there's definitely some Ks in this lineup. Why does a guy that's going to strike out a lot? They're going to have three to four lefties in the lineup, and then the rest of the guys still strike out at a decent rate. 
Like he is a very good pitcher going up against a very poor lineup here. He's going to go very low owned and he has absolutely huge upside. He's a perfect pivot off of Woodruff over on DK because their price tags are so similar. I think he's $200 more expensive. And he's going to come in at less ownership by a pretty drastic margin. He has a better chance for the win. Yes, he has. he's playing in a worse ballpark because of the win coming in. But Valdez is my second favorite pitcher on this entire slate. Uh, his K rates in last year, uh, 29.4%. That's pretty electric. He does walk a few too many guys. 9.5% K, uh, walk rate is not positive. Uh, collectively, the San Fran lineup uh, walking at 7.5%. Ruff will take a walk. Longo as well. Yaz leading off. Yaz looks legit, by the way. Uh, it's turning into a real thing. And they don't strike out a lot. That's the problem, too, especially at the top. It's also Longo. not that great of a ballpark anymore. Well, we don't – yeah. I mean, look, it's small sample size stuff, but it seems like the ballpark's playing much more hitter-friendly with the way they are sort of blocking stuff and they want to, they don't want fans lurking uh, in San Fran with, you know, the, what's going on. Uh, so – I'm a little hesitant with that, but the Fandle price is so, so cheap. The problem is there's a monster opportunity cost, but the other part of it is it's like I love so many bats tonight that are expensive, so it's kind of a, it's an interesting push-pull that I'm trying to figure out. Uh, working our way down, there's a lot of guys here we can't play. Will you stop me? Uh, Junis, can't play him. I think maybe Lopez, maybe Lopez, I suppose. Lopez is one guy that's definitely going to be in my lineup. It's mostly no just because it's, it's his price tag. Like I need someone in that range. Because there's a pretty decent drop-off from Valdez down to Howard. So I need someone kind of in the middle range. He's sitting at 6.9K. So if I can't get quite up to Valdez, then I'm going with Lopez. It's being played in Miami. Like, that lineup isn't as great as it always is. They're obviously, Cunha's not in it. And Albies isn't in it. There are some strikeouts in there. Pablo Lopez is actually a pretty decent pitcher. He's pitched well so far this year. So he's definitely a guy that is going to be on my radar. Um, and... I don't know. How, right now, I have three pitchers that I've used. I've only used Valdez, Chatwood, and Howard, and those are the only three pitchers I used so far. Woodruff may make his way in if I don't feel as ballsy as I do right now. Play some so Woodruff. Huh? Play some Woodruff. Yeah, yeah you did. I've, I, I, as of right now, I don't have him in there, but he may make his way in. Savelle might make his way in there. If I have way too much money, Cole might make his way in there, but realistically, I have three that I'm playing right now. Uh, and that Atlanta lineup, we always talk about the Braves. You don't want to pick in that lineup because they're super contact heavy. They, there is still some contact guys, but Duvall's in there and Riley's in there. Duvall at 34.5%, Riley at 35% as far as striking out. Lopez, not a big K guy, 20.7% positive ballpark there in Miami. Uh, you know, if you want to save some salary, of course, you don't want to see Mark because he's a contact guy. Freeman's guy, you know, makes contact and he has a lot of power too. And Enciarte is another contact guy. But uh, a little bit more strikeouts uh, in that Atlanta lineup than we're used to. Uh, typically, historically, let's work our way down. Kikuchi against Houston. I, I we talked about him a few starts ago when we were really in a squeeze and a pinch. This slate, we're not in a squeeze. We're not in a pinch, so I'm not on it. Uh, the only other guy I think it's worth talking about here, and you feel free to tell me otherwise. It's got to be Howard versus the Mets. He's 4K on DK, specifically on DK. You can do it on Fandle too. Uh, I think there's a little bit more opportunity cost over there because you know you have the the two starting pitchers. You can kind of get an elite guy. You can get Howard. You get a, get a ton of bats as well. Who is Spencer Howard? I saw somebody asking about who's Spencer Howard in chat. He's Philadelphia's number one prospect. Uh, I believe like number 25 or so, 25 or so in baseball. So there is some pedigree there. Uh, he wasn't good his first start, but, you know, uh, betting on the talent, betting on the arm, who knows what he's going to be. But, uh, you know, he's a, he's a 4K guy. And as your standard 4K guys go, go, 
I will take the upside of Howard versus the general 4K guy. Yeah, yeah, no, he definitely has some upside. He's got some decent stuff. Yes, the Mets lineup is a little bit tough here, but it's not anything to just go crazy about. It's not a great ballpark. It's about league average, and it's 80 degrees out there, which probably doesn't help, but Howard is 4K. It's just that simple. Like, he is the best point-per-dollar play at pitcher on the board in all likelihood, and he makes things work on a night where there's a lot of good bats. All right, summarize pitching for me. Uh, Lock in Chatwood. He's gone for 35 today. (laughs) Uh, Valdez is going for 30. Howard will put up a respectable 18, but that could be done. Jets saying Chatwood is scratched. I hope that's true. (laughs) I will. You're going to be so sad. I will. (laughs) I don't know if this is true or not. This better not. I'm I'm going straight to Twitter. Uh, But Valdez, Chatwood, and Howard are the top three pitching options on the entire slate. If you don't want to go with them, then Seville or Woodruff is not bad. Probably going to be a bit. Gosh, I don't, I don't see anything. Well, producer know. Devin, let, let us know. If you can take a second and do a little search here on the Twitter machine, if a chat what is in, chat what is out. I'm sure if it is happening, the RG account will tweet it out soon enough. But all right, let's move on. Let's talk about some catchers. That's always a fun position. What do you have for me? Chat what's out. <laughs> oh, no. Is, are you just going to, like, unregister everything? Is that it? Uh do you have that wine close to you by chance? No. <laughs> well, now amazing. my underbet looks like trash, too. Yeah, that's not – so. mine, too. I don't know who's – is Kerry Wood going to come in? Who's going to pitch there? It's, for the, it's the Alex Mills. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, all right, who's <laughs> – gosh, well – So, are, is our bet still on? Woodruff's got to get a negative 10, otherwise you lose. <laughs> I, I assume this is normal scratch rules. We, I can chug a beer next show. If we have yeah, it's fair it doesn't enough. matter to me at all. I need, I need, I need to before I forget. I guess I'm going 100 Valdez because Vandal <laughs> starts 10 minutes after the show. Yes, um, we got a scratch. Well, that's just the Washington game. You can like you don't have to lock anybody in there. Although I like Turner. He's super cheap against Baltimore. Probably getting five abs, but I'm assuming he's starting. But I don't know. And I imagine right now they're playing in the suspended game, and they're probably like in the seventh or eighth inning. And we're not going to get a lineup. Good job, Vandal. I'm not angry about that at all. Can you tell? Uh, I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm a little tilted. I'm, I'm slightly flustered right now. I'm very angry and slightly flustered. You know what? Uh, you know what helps uh, with that is talking about catchers. People love talking about catchers. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm going to go and pull up our starting lineups or our expert survey. What's uh, in there? There's uh, some whatever, catchers expert the rankings, whatever. Gosh, you, again, I'm very flustered. And I have a <laughs> lot of work to do right after this is done. You are so derailed. Oh, gosh. You um, can take Chatwood out like after 630. You realize that, right? Yes, I'm just I'm just very – I'm going to have a lot of – I also have to update expert rankings. I have to do a lot of things. So, Devin, well, take, me off, take me off screen share. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the screen I'll, share is over. <laughs> um, but in any case, catcher like Mathis is sitting there in what's it called? Um, in, t- in Coors, gosh, darn. what is going on? <laughs> uh, if we don't have to worry about weather too much, Garver's now the top option on the slate since Torinos is no longer in the uh lineup or was never in the lineup. Um, Garver's probably the top option on the entire slate. I really like Sanchez in this matchup. I like a lot of the Yankees, I don't think they're going to be as heavily owned as they should be. Um, vote. He's a great play. I'm a big fan of both the catchers and both the player, all the players, all the batters at least, in that San Diego versus Arizona game. I think that I have the over on that game of eight and a half, and I think it's probably going to go 
15 total runs. I think that it's just going to be an absolute crazy game with the roof, with the dome open. And I don't think these, either of these pitchers are as good as they have been so far this year. So if you, if you want to get it uh, in and out as cheap as possible, a catcher, Sandy Leone's 2k on DK. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's definitely too cheap. He's um, terrible. He's, he's not great. I know I'm playing Valdez, but it's more for strikeout upside. But Nola's 3.1K, and the dude has a little bit of pop. He's one of the main guys I'm actually concerned with in that lineup. Uh, <laughs> Perez is 4.5K, but, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much it for catcher. Like, it, round out your stack, um, and if you're not, if you have the money, pay for Garver. If you don't, or Sanchez, if you don't go down to vote, if not, just punt with Leon. I thought we were going to get like that benefit that the, you know, Jacob the Grom was supposed to start today for the Mets. And I thought like players would be priced to face the Grom on DK. They do that sometimes. Right. And I was like, Oh, we're really going to get, we're going to get a cheap JT Romuto because now he's facing Walker Lockett and he's 5.3 K. So someone to that theory, it didn't work out. Uh, maybe that's cheap because he banged out two homers yesterday. Uh, of course you can like uh, the Philadelphia side's pretty positive there against Walker Lockett uh, and Gary Sanchez against, you know, the Red Sox bullpen essentially. Uh, sure. I, I like that New York side. I know he has not been great. It's basically been homers or nothing else, but there's plenty of pop in that bat. And I just think that Red Sox bullpen is a disaster. Yesterday, they, they had two, uh, uh, two guys that are non-pitchers pitch. The first one was not the, was like hit on the shin and they knocked him out in the Plowecki, closed out the game as their pitcher. But, uh, all right, let's move on to first base. And well, are we going to continue the pain with Reese Hoskins? Are we, we're going back there. Is he still your boy? Uh, I have no problem with going with Reese's Pieces, but um, Matt Olson's the top play on the slate. Uh, really like Oakland bats, specifically the power bats. Cueto is just – should have probably retired already. Um, I love watching Cueto pitch and all his gyrations and his different, like, uh, you know, he changes of speed, changing of delivery. He's got to be annoying to hit against. He's, he's going to get hammered tonight. Though. He's, <laughs> he's just going to get absolutely crushed. Olsen's the top play on the slate. Alonzo probably going to go a bit too under-owned, and you get a little bit of leverage off of what's-his-name, off of Howard. Um, in any lineup that you don't have him, I really like Alonzo. Cleveland guys are too cheap. Um, Cleveland's a great stack, and Santana's a fantastic play at 4.3K. Then, of course, we got Coors with Murphy and McMahon. It's Coors. That's Who's your favorite uh, Coors first baseman? Uh, probably Murphy, um, but also off the board play. I like the Miami stack. I know they're playing in Miami, but like Wright is not a good pitcher. Like he is definitely not a good pitcher. And I Miami has some pops. They're going to go very underowned. A lot of them are very cheap. So um, Aguilar is a great play today. A lot of power in his bat. It's hard to click that button, but I hear you. I think it's their home opener for what it's worth. I'm pretty sure it's the first game being played in Miami. Uh, of oh. course, they were not playing baseball for a while. Uh, yeah. Anything else that's worth a shout out here as far as first base? Uh, Carlos Santana's pretty cheap. Uh, Boyd, I think, is Boyd batting second tonight for the Yankees? I believe he is. If that is the case, well, either way, yeah, I like Boyd versus like, the aforementioned Red Sox. I like the Yankees a good bit. Their team total did drop. Uh, I presume that's because of a judge not being in there and they may have projected it was at like 6.2 and now it's at 5.66. Still pretty strong as far as that number. Uh, the polar bear, I don't mind Alonzo. If you think, uh, you know, Spencer Howard's just not quite ready for TV. Sure. Why not? But I, I like Reese again. And the chats talk about Reese being broken. And again, if you look at his, uh, you know, you dig into his analytics stuff, he's hitting the ball hard. He's just not getting lucky. Uh, I don't know if he has any barrels yet, like close to, he's hit warning track a couple times. Uh, it's happening. It's coming. I'm going to keep going back in there. Martin Yale style. I might go broke on it, but uh, he's due as the kids say. 
Uh, Keystone position, second base. What do you have for me? Uh, Odor, top option on the slate. He's playing in course, playing against not very good pitcher. It's 5.1K, don't care. Absolutely worth it. Solak, also in the lineup, really like him. Um, McMahon, again, you can play him at second. Uh, Cronenworth is way too cheap. And again, I love the Padres today. Cronenworth is an absolute – is he in that lineup? I know we got that lineup right before the show. Um, I'm just double-checking to make sure they – I know Chadwick Trump yeah. is. I don't know if Cronenworth is. Uh, yeah, Cronenworth is in that lineup. I he think is. he's batting seven, so he's way too cheap. Probably one of my top options on the entire slate. Second base. Altuve is not bad. Freeman, I think he's in the lineup and he's a little cheap. So is Van Meter, but Cronenworth. Uh, and then Coors guys are pretty much where I'm going or I'm rounding a stack. Yeah, Hampson's really cheap on Fandle at 3K, 4K on DK, and, you know, at Coors Field, team total close to six. But, I mean, I think Lance Lynn is really good. Well, I mean, he's, he's been very good against righties. Lefties, he's super vulnerable. Uh, you know, I, I don't – I'm lower on, on Coors. I'm sorry, I'm lower on Colorado today, I think, than most. Uh, I hope that doesn't bite me. But I, I like the Texas side a good bit. I think the guy they're facing is just uh, – he got super lucky last time out. He probably shouldn't be in the majors. They're locked in for nine innings. I feel really, really good about Texas. Uh, like them to win that game, too. I know it's uh, – we already gave out one winner. But my, minus 136. Uh, they take the Texas side on that uh, facing Colorado. Uh, what's your general stance today as far as cores? Do you have a thought? Um, I'm playing Texas bats. I'm not playing Rockies bats. Yeah, that's where I'm at as well, too. Uh, I see Captain Jenks in the chat. He's listening on Howard Stern all the time. I'm not sure if it's the same guy or not. Uh, Twins Rose game. What's up with the weather? Uh, Kevin Roth, chief meteorologist. He'll be on crunch time in like, a, let's say, 22 minutes, 23 minutes, give or take, and give you guys an update as far as what's happening there. And he'll update it at the top. He'll update it throughout the show as things, uh, you know, as his, uh, what's the equipment? Radar. As that kind of comes in and uh, becomes more and more clear as far as what to do. Or maybe he just says, I don't know, eh, 50, 51, 49. We'll see what happens there. Uh, you got Kiki Hernandez. Enrique is a you know 3.9K versus a lefty. Going to be totally ignored, I suppose. I think it's just the nature of the slate. And also Altuve. Uh, Jose Altuve made four errors the other day. I don't know if you saw that. In one game. Seems hard to do. Uh, he's also notorious for smashing lefties for sure. You can play that Houston side. Just that stack in general is going to look pretty solid as well, too. It's kind of a pivot away from cores, maybe a pivot away from the Yankees. It's a big slate, so ownership should not be too high on a guy like Altuve. Uh, talk to me about third base. Uh, Chapman's the top play on the entire slate. Like Chapman's going yard twice today. Uh, really like him at third base. I know he's expensive, but I don't care. I'm playing a ton of him. Escobar is probably a bit too cheap there at 4.2 K. Again, I really like that game to go way over. And I think he's going to get a hold of a ball and take one out of the park. Uh, Machado right there with him. Like 4.4 K is way too cheap, way too cheap. Absolutely. Just like that price. Yeah, it, it, he's, he's been playing well this season, and it's a good matchup. Kelly's really not that great. The dome's open. Everything's going for him. Um, up there at the top, you got Bregman and Arenado. I have no problem playing them. They're just expensive, and they're probably going to still have a decent amount of ownership. Hunter Dozier, I think, is in the lineup, if I remember correctly. And if that if we don't have to worry about the weather, he's a good he's player. He's fourth. Yeah, yeah. So Dozier is a little bit too cheap on both sides. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. J-Ram third. against Nova, who strikes nobody out. J-Ram's not a bad play. Again, I mentioned Cleveland. It's a good stack, and, like, most of those guys are way too cheap. But Chapman and Machado are by far my two favorite on the slate. One good thing about that Cleveland stack, you have a ready-made, like, punt catcher. Uh, yeah, J-Ram, Lindor, Santana, Reyes, and then Leon or something like that. I guess that's kind of sort of somewhat interesting. 
anything else that's kind of worth mentioning here as far as third base? I'm sort of scrolling through. Urshela's bad in fourth. Kind of expensive on DK. I think he's got a good price on Fandle, if I'm not mistaken. Segura, 3-5 versus Lockett. Eh, I guess you can. Not necessarily something I'm forcing in. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else out there that's kind of sort of popping. We don't have Chapman officially in. We presume he's going to be in. I think that's the last line. Nope, we don't have Seattle either. No Seattle and no Oakland. Otherwise, we have every single lineup. Question in chat, Grant. Uh, who was your other starting pitcher besides Valdez? I know starting pitching is kind of a soft spot, soft spot for you. You're still sort of uh, at that, those fresh wounds with the Chatwood scratch. But. Yeah, it was Chatwood. Um, over on DK, it's now Howard. Valdez, I will be using Woodruff now because you've got a better shot at the win and because, like, it's just a pivot I have to make. Um, Savale is probably going to end up in a few of my lineups now. Like, I, I again, guys, I all my lineups are now just entirely dead because I had Chatwood locked in. So I have to make a lot of changes here, and I'm trying to do it on the fly. But Pablo Lopez, um, Howard, and Valdez are all – and Woodruff now are now the top options over on DK. Over on FanDuel, it's Woodruff, it's Valdez, and that's pretty much all we're using there as of right now because I don't have time to change my lineups probably. According to our chat, uh, some funkiness going on in FanDuel apparently might be down right yeah, now. Yeah, well, maybe uh, I'll get a refund for all those Chatwood lineups that I'm not going to be able to change. <laughs> Well, I mean, it doesn't start till 6.30, and again, it's just one game. You have an extra half hour, but, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work. Uh, according to the chat, the Oakland lineup's out as well, too. Hey, chat, feel free to like and subscribe. Do appreciate that. Uh, stay tuned for crunch time about 50, nope, 20 minutes. I lied. You got Tuttle. You got Derek Curdy, he of the bat, and you have Kevin Roth talking about some weather. Uh, hit me up as far as we're jumping back to shortstop. What are you doing with shortstop? Uh, Tatis, absolutely love him today. Like, really, there's four shortstops you should be using. I don't care if they're all expensive. It's Story, it's Polanco, it's Tatis, it's Simeon. Those are the only four guys you need to use. If you need to go cheap, I think Chris Taylor uh, is in the lineup. It's good weather out in L.A. Like, I don't mind the Dodgers here. But uh, Tatis is just going to go yard twice today. And Polanco's too cheap. Simeon is a great way to round out your Oakland stack, which you should be doing. Um, That's really it for me. Uh, Jonathan VR, potential jack in the bag candidate, 4.1K and DK. I do like VR like, again. He's a good guy to throw into your, uh, into your stacks, into your Miami stacks. Yeah. I don't want to play like a full, like four Marlin stack, but if there is some pop in Aguiar's bat. There's some pop in uh, Dickerson's bat, VR as well too. I probably would stop there. I wouldn't get the Joyce. I can't stomach Cervelli. Uh, yeah, maybe three man as far as Miami. It's about, uh, that's what that's all, all I can give you. Uh, Lindor against Nova, perfectly fine with that as far as that Cleveland mini stack. Uh, do we like the Milwaukee guys now that out Alec Mills? Like, still not really. Uh, Yelich. I guess we get to the outfit. We can talk about Yelich. He's kind of sort of somewhat interesting. Um, you know, otherwise, I think you pretty much cover everything else. Seager, of course, is back. He came back last night. He's batting second versus Sandoval, lefty on lefty. Uh, probably wouldn't chase you away if you're on the Dodgers as a full stack. Wouldn't play him as a one-off. Uh, anything else that shortstop is worth talking about? Nah. All right, let's hit up the outfield again. No judge. You know who's back, though? Uh, Alvarez. Jordan Alvarez is back for Houston. You're gone. Yeah. Are we you mean the guy with the same WRC plus as Trout last year? Well, I mean, you're talking small sample sizes, but sure, whatever. I mean, small sample size of most of the season. Well, he didn't play the first, the first good portion of it. Yeah, and... so most of the season. Literally, he played more games than anyone will play this entire season. Well, yes, that is a very misleading – that's a true but very misleading stat. <laughs> Stats can lie sometimes. Uh, yeah, and going forward, I think Mike Trout – you're not suggesting that he's a better baseball player than Mike Trout or the same as. Uh, no, I'm not because he can't play defense. Well, 
<laughs> he could end up that, being a better hitter than Mike Trout, but that's unlikely. They said thoughts on Alec Mills. He's 8K on DK. 8K? How is he 8K? I haven't looked at him at all, so I have no idea. But how is he 8K? Like, why, why? It's just relief pitcher 8K. How did that happen? Relief pitchers never 8K on DK, are they? I didn't think so. I never looked for him, but I assume they're like 4K. I don't know what he is on Fandle, but I see he's 8K. I cannot talk to that 8K price. No. And I don't yeah. know what sort of pitch count he's on or if he's like was ready to go or if it's a bullpen game. I can't and, give any advice. Yeah. And, and also the other part of that is I, I want to see what he picks last. Or Cardi or whoever's on there. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what's going on in my ear. I feel like you're uh, jumping all over the place. But uh, let's see. When did he last? Is he not last? The third was the last time he picks. Is that correct? I don't know. If you're 98 pitches in the third, I don't know if he's picked since then, but. Uh, if he's super minimum salary, super minimum salary, is that a thing? I just made it up. On Fandle, I guess he's in the conversation, but I would say there's a huge opportunity cost to pitching, especially on Fandle. Well, you only have one starting pitcher, so you better get it right because there's going to be several that smash. Um, there's going to be high scores today. Give me some outfielders. Who do we like? Uh, all the Texas outfielders. All of them. Literally all of them. Um, yeah. It's that simple. Uh, the Colorado outfielders, Blackman and Dahl. Piscotti is a fantastic play, just 3.6K over on DK. Um, Grisham is way too underpriced at 3.6k. Pollock's too cheap at 3.4k. Sinzel's too cheap at 3.2k. Uh, Nimmo is too cheap at 3.4k. And again, I don't hate a. I will be playing a lot of Howard. Um, I'm not sure how much now since I have to redo all my lineups. <laughs> um, but like a Met stack is a great leverage stack. They still have a five implied team total. I think that they're coming in at sub four percent ownership, which shouldn't happen going up against a rookie pitcher who's going to be chalk. Like that should hey, hey, talk not... to me about that, by the way. Uh, open that up. Because somebody asked that question in chat, feel free. I didn't mean to cut you off, but if you can pull up the ownership percentage, what do we have for the ownership on Howard? DK 36%. specifically. 36%. I don't care. He's far too cheap. Like it's an odds game. More than likely he's going to give you a score that won't kill you. And he's so cheap that you're happy about it. But there is the off chance, like a guy making his first start, even if he's good, like it's still decent hitting weather. Mets are still a good team. Anything can happen. Literally, McCullers can have negative ten points when I call it. Um, suck it, Cardi. Uh, but it, anything can happen with a guy on his first start. It's just that simple. And all of them are coming in at four percent or sub four percent ownership. And they've got a lot of good bats. A lot of far too cheap bats. Nimmo's three point four k. Conforto's four k. Smith is three point five k. Cano's three nine k. Alonzo's under five. Ramos is a good bat. Like, they have good bats in there in the top six. He did pitch uh, on the ninth for what it's worth, by the way. He, he, he went almost five, yeah. Whatever. Um, First, rookies can do anything. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm flustered. So, they're asking about the Washington-Baltimore game in chat. And they're like, well, when does that game start? There's no real official start time. They're saying, I didn't see this one. This, this makes sense, though. An hour after the game that they're uh, making up as far as the suspension. Well, guess what? Right on cue – the Baltimore-Washington game just ended. So if that is correct, if it's an hour after that, that, that game, the first pitch will probably be 7-15. For some reason, Fandle has that, that game locking at 6-30. I don't know why. Uh, now we have 15 minutes for to get lineups. I don't know if that's going to happen. And Fandle's down right now, so this is great. <laughs> our, our pets' heads are falling off. Anything else, Grant? Please just refund my money, Fandle. I don't want to play in a world without Tyler Chatwood pitching today. <laughs> Garrett Cole, you know, Kershaw, you got, well, I was going to say Montas. Montas is Valdez going. will be the top scoring pitcher on the slate. Valdez, there's so many good pitchers. Woodruff, 
Sonny Gray, if the weather is good, he's certainly playable. He can play the Mets. But you're over there lamenting that uh, – what's his name? He's, the guy got scraps, Tyler Chatwood. Yeah, All keep right. bringing that up. Thanks, Dean. G- give, me, uh, give me some stacks. Who are we stacking uh, up? Um, so I'm actually stacking a decent amount of teams. Uh, I'm going to – huh? Oakland is one. Oakland one. is my favorite stack on the board outside of maybe the Rangers, but including ownership, Oakland's my favorite stack on the board. Um, I'm going to be stacking up the Mets a decent amount just because. Uh, Marlins is a great, great low-owned stack. Um, Cleveland, they're too cheap, and they're kind of easy to stack up outside of Ramirez and Lindor or certain sites. You can throw both those guys in there very easily. Waiting on the weather, but Minnesota's a great stack here. Texas, I'm staying away from the Rockies. Astros are a great stack. Dodgers are a great stack. But my favorite game to stack, like all those are going to be – they're a decent amount of ownership. I'm still going to have a few of them, probably rolling out 25, 30 different lineups today. Um, but the Padres and the Diamondbacks in Oakland are like the three top stacks on the slate when you incorporate ownership in. Those are the best ones to go with. Machado, Tatis will probably be heavily owned, but everyone else in the lineup, a lot of other guys have some pop. Dome's open. Like, stack up that game. Stack up Oakland today. Give me a, give me three homers. Who's going yard? Um, Chapman's going yard twice. Uh, I'm trying Machado. I don't like just one person. Though. Give me two more guys. If you, you uh, get Machado's credit, going yard twice, and okay. Aguilar is going yard twice. Grant, we're gonna get you out of here a minute early so you can figure out what's going on with your lineups. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the people with a healthy word of advice. Uh, you know, enjoy your uh, your, your lady friend. Uh, hopefully, she's impressed by your sandwich, amongst other things. <laughs> Anything else? Is that in your window there? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say what kind of sandwich it was. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> give us something for the road, Grant. You got to close strong. What, what is uh, you know, what is Valdez is going for thirty-five DK points today. There you go. All right, people, like, subscribe, stay tuned for crunch time. Roth will tell you what's going on weather-wise. Tuttle will tell you what to do as far as your lineups. As will Cardi. Maybe they'll agree. Maybe they won't. He was Grant. He was razzled. He was razzled. He was frazzled. He was thrown off the entire time. But uh, let's get him out of here. Let him make his lineups. You guys out there, like, subscribe. Much appreciated. Thank you, Devin, for, for producing the show. I was Dean. That was baseball. We're out of here. Holler. Take it.